Going Deep is back, folks. And we're, after a couple weeks with some really bizarre COVID-related incidences, we're here to bring you the fantasy news for week five. Yeah, and I just gotta say, John, I've been waiting this for two weeks, but I was caught unawares by an extremely business, extremely important business trip last week. Where'd you go? Well, it was a very important person that I know the entire world was watching, and uh, he was in need of some emergency medical assistance, and I was the only one qualified to give him that specialist care. Was it Cam? It was not Cam Newton. It was an even more important man. Um, I can't, hmm. I can't name drop him, but I'm sure all you listeners out there in this land have a good idea of what I'm talking about. So, I mean, d- did you ride in the car with him? I did way more than ride in a car with him. You don't want to even know what that treatment involved. Well, let's let's just say I have a lot less plasma. Well, I guess we'll uh, move on from that. Um, Andrew, back in the studio. Yep, back here. Happy to be back. Um, sitting atop of the table, four and zero, unbeaten. Oh Jesus! Most points scored. So all of you listen out, listeners out there, that have been. Um, partaking in our podcast i hope you have taken some of my advice to heart and it's led you to fantasy success okay and uh our (laughs) guest today is uh ian from a team that i mean i don't really get the name that i mean i get it but you don't even have fournette on your team for netification at a certain point you just have your team set name set and like why change it in the middle of the season? I totally agree with you, actually, that uh, I would change the name, but I'm not going to. I think you should. Well, he's been he's been off to a hot start. Why uh, why change something that ain't broke? Is two and two hot? Seems kind of lukewarm to me. He's got a solid points tally, though, sir. He does, yeah. He does. What was your team name last year? Uh, I was... Oh, I don't even remember. Was, was it just a big fan? No, I think it was like an Andy Reid joke of some kind, I think. Mm. I think I might have done I Am the Walrus. I do that a lot for leagues. Don't remember that, Yeah, but, but we'll, whatever. I thought it was just Lote fan. Yeah. No, that's my name. I think I had a different team name. Really? Mm. All right, well, whatever. But you were, way, you were way down at the bottom, so we probably didn't yeah, scroll yeah, that yeah. far see, down. See, you, you got to, yeah. if the brand name is bad, you burn it, throw it I mean, away, I, never think about it again. Yeah, I'd get rid of that Fournette label, because he does not look like he's going to be playing anytime soon. That's true. Um... But, Ian, welcome back. This is maybe your third or fourth or fifth. You've been in the peanut gallery a couple times, but today is your episode where we're going to look over your draft. But before we do that, we have a message from a young boy up in Seoul named Michael Ruiz. So we're going to play that message for you now. All right. Hello, gentlemen. This is uh, Ruiz, the great leader of the People's Democratic Republic of Rutro, calling you from uh, beautiful Pyongyang City. Jesus. Uh, this week, I'm really curious. I'd like to hear the doc, well, especially the doc, maybe the hawk, not so much Andrew's opinions on the power rankings throughout the league and how you guys would rank our teams right now and your estimates for final standings, final records in the end of the season. All right. Uh, hopefully you guys will actually end up listening to this. Peace. <laughs> well, it took us three weeks, but we finally did. And um, We found yeah, you, Mike. We, we, uh, we're going to go through this one after, since we've, we're a third of the way through the regular season. 
So we can now kind of see which teams might be shaping up, which ones might be trending a bit downward. Yeah, and just for all those people out there in listener land that aren't necessarily checking the league every week because they're not participating in the greatest fantasy league in the world, let's just quickly remind you of the standings. Now, it breaks my heart to say that in first place, it is actually Andrew Shuttler. He was not lying. He has started 4-0. and Mm-hmm. 552 points in four weeks. Andrew Scheller. Congratulations, sir. Thank you very much. Then in second place, we got Nico. Three and one. He's got five, four, seven points. Then uh, your co-host here, Mr. Kaka himself. Kaka! John Hawk with 524 points. Then we actually have the reigning champion. So he's kind of squeaking by with a, with a slight 500. Lucky. Yeah. I, I had to. It's great. Well... So he's 3-1, and one, but he's only scored 500 points. But he's only had 460 points scored against him. So is, that, is that the lowest? That might, it's, it's amongst the lowest. Yeah. I think it is. It's amongst the lowest. Oh, not Shibby's lowest. lowest. Yeah, Shibby, Shibby is lower, but it, it is amongst the lowest. Um, yeah, so I mean, cool guy shorts. Maybe that's a bit of that hangover, soup, uh, championship hangover uh, luck. Well, it's since he changed it to shorts instead yeah. of shirts. Yeah. Next, what do we have? The Doc in fifth place with a good point tally. The third best. But unfortunately, he's had 551 points scored against him. The second worst. Yeah. And then our guest here, Ian with Fornetication uh, at 2 and 2 in sixth place with 534. So 492 against. That's our top six. This is an elite. Podcast right here. You have four of the top six members on this episode, ladies and gentlemen. You better listen up. Everybody on this po- the podcast has scored over 520 points, nearly over 525 each. So we are pr- the people who are scoring the points. So you should listen to us, not uh, those those uh, fantasy guys over there on the, the YouTube machines, the fuckballers or fuckboys, whatever they are. Okay, next we got seventh place Shibby who. Uh, well, we're going to get to his team later, I think, um, when we do the power rankings, like Mike said. And then we have Chicken Dinner with a 498. Also known as Dale Manning. Dale Manning. Then we have Bagoa at ninth, which I think he he has the worst luck in the league. He's Indeed. had the most points scored against him at 565 so far. He hasn't scored that he's many had, points. He's had two big games yeah, of yeah, scoring, yeah. but he yeah. hasn't scored... Like, he hasn't scored under 120. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Gimhe for life, which is Martin in 10th place. Uh, Rutro, who the question comes from in, le- in 11th. That is a sorry amount of points scored. It's grim. It's yeah. grim. Yeah. It's a yeah. grim amount. 416 in four games. Um, that is an average of 104. In a Superflex league, that is yeah, with embarrassing, two, Mike. With two quarterbacks, that's... with. Yeah. Having Russell Wilson as one of your quarterbacks. Yeah. Shame. Shame on you, sir. And then 0-4, we have Jinju Doksa, which is the commish. I said it. I told him when he came on, or before he came on, that was a terrible draft, and he didn't believe me. He gave me shit. But after a couple of trades, we never know. Mm-hmm. He might be trending up. He might be trending up. All right, so this is obviously... But he has been living in that cellar for a while. For He's been living at, in 12th place for years. Multiple years. Years. Um, let's break... This is a very loaded question, Mike. Mm-hmm. So I think the easiest way to break it down is just bottom four and top four teams. All right? So let's do the bottom four teams. I think we already mentioned one. It's got to be the Doksa, right? Our I think commission. the bottom four is... 
is going to be... I mean, yeah, Doxa would be the bottom for me It's right hard now. to come back from my own actually, I might put you, Mike, in last as well, just based on the fact that your point total is so low. That's true. Doxa, he scored more points. And he's got Devontae Adams, who hasn't played for a couple well, of weeks. Well, he traded him. He traded, traded him, him he, to... he has, he, But now he has Jackson and Watson, so maybe yeah. he's going to make a move here. Yeah. I don't. Maybe he's he's moving out of the cellar. Also, Thomas, Michael Thomas is coming back for rut row. Um, roster to roster, I don't want either of them. But I, I, just based on points, I'd probably put Mike last at the moment. All yeah. right, Ian, who else do you think is going to be in the bottom four at the end of the year? Honestly, I think, uh, even though he's a good friend of mine, I actually think Martin's running back situation, I, if you notice, the bottom three teams all have horrible running back situations at the moment. Very true. Uh, um, Martin's Mon- got, who's he got, Ian? You can tell us. Yeah, he's got David Montgomery, who, quarterback change, it's, I don't, I mean, he'll perform some weeks, but he's not going to certainly set that bar high as an RB1. And Chris Carson, who's been banged up, and been it's okay, starting, though. but now... Penny might be coming back. Yeah, Hyde could get healthy again. I think that that team is going to just start bouncing around run, running Duke backs. Duke Johnson and the flex is hard. Who's hard. And it's and let's say Duke Johnson as a flex play. It's hard. Yeah, I'd rather throw God, like a dart sure. throw right. wide receiver out there than Duke Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, well, I just dropped Sammy Watkins. If I were Martin, I'd pick up Sammy Watkins right now and put him in. If there's one team I see like falling further and further down, just based on his roster. I'm sorry, Dale, but it has to be you, yeah. Chicken Dinner. I was going to bring that up yeah. as well. He has his, a horrible his roster, roster. is not good. His so, Baker, Kenyon, his boo. QB situation is awful. Yeah. Like, Clyde Edwards are there. Like, the first game he played, he looked big, but... That was yeah. the only touchdown he scored so he far, by the way. He's looked good, but that, that's just not the way they're playing at he the moment. He has a very solid floor of 10 points. Yeah, Diggs but, is killing it. But they take yeah. out Clyde Edwards-Elaire, yeah. which we got to yeah. pronounce it right. Uh, they take him out at the goal line. Yeah, they do. So there's no mm-hmm. point. Like, he's not a goal line back, so he will not... His touchdowns might be capped yeah. at, like, five for the season. Yeah, goal Possibly. line, being a Chiefs fan, the Chiefs love the jet sweep at the goal line, which they use all the time. They love a little throw to, the, to Kelsey. Yeah. They love a little, like, like Mahomes will keep us Mahomes keepers. You'll get five Mahomes yeah. keepers a year. We'll and talk about Hill in just a second. And, I mean, Drake has been abysmal. Like, yeah. He looks yeah. bad. Yeah. He yeah, looks yeah. like... Edmonds looks bad. I mean, the Cardinals didn't... They, they The first two weeks, they looked good. Last week, they looked... They looked bad. Bad. Like, like Drake has ordinary. looked slow, and he's looked... Yeah, he, he doesn't, just look, doesn't look good. Cardinals have been, I would say, one of the biggest disappointments of the year. So. I actually think Edmonds is going to supplant him in a few short weeks. And I think it was similar last year where Dale collected just a harem of horrible running backs. Like, So look at his, his bench. He's got Freeman, Hines, Moss, and then Jones and Jeffrey and Griffin. Yeah, I mean, I could see his team falling, but uh, another team that's not looking... I mean, those are the four teams, I think, that I, I could see being the bottom four. I, I feel really bad pointing this out to Dale, but... Notwithstanding injuries. At the beginning of the season, he'd be in a much better situation if he, and we'll get to my draft in a minute, had not offered me Kareem Hunt for Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he should have. If he kept Kareem Hunt, his team would be... Really good. Yeah, it, it might be. It would mm. maybe be three and one. Four no, and no, but if, he'd, he'd, he'd be looking that, a lot better. No, I think it would be much better with Kareem Hunt. Kareem I'm, Hunt is could be a league winner. Yeah, now definitely. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Now that we know but, what's happened. Yeah. 
if he played Kareem Hunt over, uh, Probably say, Drake. Drake. Have to do Drake. Yeah, Drake. He would be scoring a lot more. Um, maybe 10, 10 points per game more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That might be. Uh, the, I don't know. That could have made which, a which could be a difference. Yeah. I don't know if, if that would make a difference or not, but yeah, I All can right. see him dropping the mid table. Let's. Let, it's hard to analyze the mid table, so let's skip that. Let's go to the top. Yeah, I think mid table is impossible because there's going to be a couple close games, and mm-hmm. you're never going to know how. Who knows? The top, um, top four people. Obviously, well, we know that Andrews in first. Who do I think has the best chance to be in first place at the end of the season? This is a hard one. I'm gonna uh, go obviously with myself because yeah. I wanna I wanna believe I'm gonna be in mm. first. But in an objective look, I honestly think the team that is seventh right now should be has a chance to make a real push. I disagree. So let, I disagree let's, too. Let's take a little look at Shibby then, because that is a big call. I like his there. roster. I do uh, like his roster. We got Big Ben Roethlisberger, who has had a great start. Mm-hmm. And then his other quarterback. Connor's been okay. His other quarterback is uh, the Fitz, bat, Fitzpatrick. No, his other quarterback's Prescott. Yeah, QB1. He's QB1. Oh, mm-hmm. he's just benching Prescott this week. No, he's just no, got him he's in got super flex. He does like weird stuff, like puts him at he the bottom. He always does yeah, that. Yeah, he's always yeah. mixing him around. What's up with that stuff? I know. Oh, he's got that. Come on to the show and answer that question. That's a question I'd like to know. Right, so he's got two great quarterbacks. Two That's great quarterbacks. Without a question. Then his running backs. This is where I actually have a slight problem. But then, oh. Yeah. James Conner is fine. Okay. He's fine. Antonio Gibson also fine, but I don't see an elite player there. Is he Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, he's blowing my mind with his, with his, his <laughs> player placement. Again, yeah. Ezekiel he, Elliott in the flex. Okay, and Jonathan Taylor and on Jonathan the bench. Jonathan Taylor yeah. on the bench. I mean, like... His, it's the wide receivers where I think he The only weakness he has is wide receiver. Yeah. In my, I mean, you could say tight end, but, and he, defense, but he has and Ertz. Defense, he and has defense. Ertz on his bench. Yeah, yeah. And like, it sucks now. But Ertz could come good, you know what I mean? Like... He I don't think so. that Eagle team is done. Disagree. I don't know. Also, don't know. what happens if Connor gets an injury in the next game, which you could put happen? put Taylor in. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I know, but Taylor hasn't gone off. But no. he still is better. It's a better bench than most people have. Oh, I completely agree. His but, bench is quite strong, in my opinion. But Jonathan his wide Taylor, receivers are hard. Justin, Justin Jefferson, Jefferson, that's no, cool. Everything else is mediocre. It's cool, but that's like a... No, I I like his roster spot. is is stronger than than most teams mm-hmm. in the league right yeah, now. Yeah, I'd yeah, say yeah. it's a good roster. I wouldn't say it's the best. I, I just have a problem with him putting Dak and Zeke in the, the in the you know, bottom the things. things. He yeah. always does he that. Always it does just confuses that. me a yeah. little bit. Right. He tries to trick people into thinking that. Yeah. Ooh, oh, this is oh, a terrible wow, team. His team sucks, and yeah. then oh, at the bottom he has two great players. All right, Ian, let's get your feedback, sir. Who do you think is? Uh, I think Niku actually has the best team, especially mm. when CMC comes back from that mm. injury. He now, if you look with that trade, his wide receiver situation Amazing. is yep. CMC would be my answer too, sir. Insane. It's insane. And Joe Burrow, he's fine. Burrow's totally fine. He's like he's got Stafford. Stafford. Stafford again, on a, fine. On a buy. Stafford's on a buy. Oh, this week, but he's also got Flo, Flo Jacko. That's you know what? <laughs> he's gonna get some points this week. Whatever. Like yeah. you know, you can take a loss or two. His team is built in such a way that taking a loss or two won't kill him. Once CMC comes back, but like yeah, his team is just at, at the top is incredible. Do, at do almost you see every James Robinson continuing? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. Think, yeah. Within not? reason, not not like to an extreme, but yeah, within reason. I mean, I think he's, he's like... He's like RB4 or 5 right now? I'd, make, I'd say he's a solid RB10 or 11 for the rest of the season. Yeah. Who do you think is going to replace him? Do you think yeah. there's going to be someone else that comes in, or you just think they're going to Well, there's Zigbo and Armstead. Armstead has yeah. like apparently been... 
like racked by COVID. Yeah, he like, got oh, really. He's not, they, don't, they don't think he's coming back. There's really. a reason why he's. Um, yeah, you haven't seen him. But yeah, I don't know. If you look, I mean, his team is quite good. Do you no, know no, Hopkins, yeah, no. Juju Smith, but once Adams, Aaron Waller, once Adams, he has Devontae Adams as well. Yeah. So once Adams and CMC come back, it's game over. His team would right. be unbeatable. It's yeah. game over. Right. He has a team that basically he has to have a bad day for you to beat him. That's the only way. Yeah. So Kamish obviously made that trade with Devontae to get. That, that that could be the biggest trade of the year, right? In terms of the old, overall standings. Yeah, I think it yeah. worked out. I think that trade for Niku was much better because Niku could afford to give up a little bit at the quarterback position mm-hmm. to gain at the wide receiver I position think, a, a, a foothold at I, three and one. I, yeah. I think it was a bit of a silly trade because at the end of the season, I don't think there's going to be that much of a difference between Stafford and Watson. Well, not this year. I mean, yeah. have you seen how not Deshaun this. Watson's been playing? Yeah. And we don't know. Obviously, things might completely change yeah. now that Bill O'Brien's out. But that's just yeah. I I thought that for Niku that was just like a, a no brainer deal because. But when I first no heard brainer. about the deal, I thought there was another player involved to make it more slanted yeah. towards Kamish, um, but that didn't go through. So yeah. Now Niku d- just owned that trade. Like yeah, he won yeah. that, and yeah, won it, that trade. might be a league winning trade. It might yeah. just galvanize him at the top and he may take a couple loss where he's at now just because as he surfs through the injury situation but and then we but we never know what happened in the playoffs hey honestly one I, game i'm first place last year out right. in the first round so yeah. like anything can happen fair enough yeah, right. his team does look good i think uh yeah he he should finish probably and then uh, well i just got to raise the question of brian here because brian obviously is in fourth right now that last top four spot for me he is a usurper he is a false what prophet. A, fraud, a fraudulent team? In he the, does not deserve to be there. The, the, the points against. The points against yeah. is a sham. Yeah. It is a conspiracy mm-hmm. against your favorite host of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, who, let me remind you, on our week's break last week, did indeed score the highest points total so far of the league at 162 points. The doc is in business, ladies and gentlemen, and yet... Brian here is ranked above me at three and one. Yeah, let's look at his roster. It's, um, yeah, not looking great. It's the thing is, it's a lot of guys that are either gonna hit or miss. How has mm-hmm. Robinson done this year? Uh, he's done he's okay. Fine. I haven't really, I haven't was, followed Chicago. Good, I think the last two weeks he's been quite good. He had a monster oh, yeah. game in the yeah, past yeah, two yeah, games, yeah. and then he had a terrible um, start to the year. But it, yeah. I mean, yeah, game one, ten points, okay, Giants. Obviously, didn't do much. But Against the Giants. Yeah, he didn't do good at all, huh? That was just a terrible game. That 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 Bears Giants game was just not good. Yeah, it wasn't a nice game. Uh, but yeah, he's been good. He's but been okay. Yeah. This is what you got to look at, though. Look at those targets. Yeah, yeah he's always gonna get ten targets a game, and that's at least that's wide receiver yeah. one right there. I I'm a huge fan of Allen Robinson. Love him. huge Me fan. Too. But I'm not a fan of Joshua Kelly and Ronald Jones no. so much as your running backs. Robert Woods is a solid uh, wide receiver too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Aaron Jones on a bye, obviously. I don't yeah. like Marquise Brown. I like him, but he hasn't really done much so far. And why do you think that is, John? Have you seen much Ravens well, game? Yeah, Jackson's not throwing that well. It, I 100% agree. Um, As a Ravens fan, I'm disappointed with Jackson's throwing the long ball this year. And there's a questionable on Marquise Brown, so he might have some sort of soft tissue injury. I'm not really sure. And there should be yet. a questionable about his but he super has, flex. I think he has another quarterback, though. 
He's, he's got does, Daniel yeah. Jones there right now. He's got Philip Rivers. Uh, Rivers is also have... kind of done. To be fair, yeah. I, I think they're about equal. But we have to remember he does have Aaron Jones on the bench. His team's like it's okay. It's fine. But it's um he has gotten a little bit luckier with the points. I put him more in that middle of the pack territory where like if, if the coin flips go his way. If gonna slip out of this top four. Maybe it's him. It's got to be him. I mean, in his defense, if he was here, he yeah. would say, but Kittle was injured. Yeah. But Kittle was injured. But I just don't think that Kittle is enough to take this team into the top four. Well, it's, it's not about the points he's scored. It's about the points that he's Yeah, he's just been conceded. lucky. He's yeah. just been lucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. He shouldn't be in the top four. Yeah. He is a usurper. Yeah. Um, I, obviously, I'm going to toot my own horn, but my team... Is good. The, the, the full-strength starting lineup, Let's I think... Th- it's good. It's one of the best. That's good. But let's not just go into your team. We've got, <laughs> we've got a guest on here, sir. We need to review his draft real quick. True. Yeah, sorry. Let's sorry, keep yeah. this episode going, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. So that's sort of what we're saying about the top four, bottom four, who we think they'll be at the end of the season. All right. Let's move on to Ian's uh, draft review for the uh, 2020 season. Ian, strangely enough, you were drafting from the 11th spot once again. How do you feel about that position in general? Uh, Honestly, um. Not the place necessarily you want to be always, but uh, having done it once before kind of made it, I think, just subconsciously a little bit better at kind of guessing what's going to happen. And with Superflex, the hardest part is guessing when to take that quarterback. And you do kind of run a risk of being on the wrong set of runs when you know, you're on the either side of the end. Agreed. But uh, I feel in this draft, um, I kind of guessed right more often than I didn't, which kind of made me feel good about it. So so let's go through your top four picks first of all, sir. Uh, first of all, you took Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Nice, safe pick there. That was the Austin point. Austin Eckler is your second pick. Then you got Josh Allen, yes. which is, uh, I'd say that's QB, a bingo right there. QB two? Three, I think. Three? Russell yeah. and, and Dak yeah, are one right. and two, right? But yeah, he's he's been awesome. And then David Johnson is your four. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, who is... Buffalo, like Josh Allen, just to get back to Josh Allen a little bit, who has they have played some any good teams so far? Like really good teams. Not really. They I think the best the teams. The Rams are the best the Rams team they played. The best I think. team they played. Yeah, because I think he. The one thing that worries me is he will he will turn the ball over. But and the, he could have a bad game of turnovers if he. Plays. He has been turning it over. Well, just this, the thing is, like he lost two fumbles in the first game and he still yeah, scored. You know, twenty six points. But this Tennessee game could be a bit of a reality check. I think. Possibly, if it happens. Possibly. Yeah, if it happens. And Kansas City as well. But yeah, his schedule is pretty easy because he does play the Jets and the Dolphins four times. Uh, what, four times a year? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Pretty nice. All right, and then David Johnson had a nice start to the year. Uh, mm-hmm. That must have made you pretty excited when you saw that week one performance. Did. Uh, and I'm actually hoping that uh, with um, Inspector Bill O'Brien so they being exercised from that, that clubhouse that he'll – the whole offense will just open up, and it'll be better for everybody, including many of my other uh, league members who are holding other Texans players. I mean, I love to win, but all of us who are holding anybody from the Texans at the moment are just sitting there going, what is wrong with this team? And the answer was, hopefully it was Bill O'Brien. Like He did take them to, like, what, two or three AFC, AFC South championship, uh, AFC South division titles. Uh, Deshaun Watson and Hopkins took them to are two you, or three. And JJ won. And yeah, yeah, yeah. JJ Watt. Yeah, there was a time fair. when the defense there was better than the offense. It was. The defense oh, yeah, yeah. is the biggest thing that's changed but, in that, yeah. in that it, city. It, if you do notice kind of the theme of my first four picks, um, last year I was drafting from that position, and I went for more kind of upside picks. 
so you know Connor, things like that, and of course, and Michelle was my other upside pick. And when they don't pan out, you're screwed, especially where you're drafting at. So instead, this time, especially because around the turn, um, Henry I picked for the exact reason he said safe. I was like, yeah, he'll, and, and immediately he was getting 30 carries a game. Like, like, yeah, fine. And he started scoring the last couple weeks. Kind of got corona we don't know what's going to happen with this week's games like my gut says they're going to make it happen because the nfl doesn't want to start forfeiting games because that's a whole bunch of other things and people are going to play about free wins eckler was the same thing now eckler did has gotten injured and uh in retrospect um the other people drafted after him all have been about kind of the same, to be honest. So I was looking at Eckler, Drake, Apart or Sanders. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jones much later. But I was looking at, so for me, it was Eckler, Drake, or Sanders. And my thinking at the time was, between the three of those, Eckler, now he got injured, but had played an entire season healthy, getting a fairly decent workload, and had performed even when sharing the backfield. And at least before, again, he got hurt, that's exactly what had kept up. So... Kind of another safe kind of sure. RB2. Just a thing about Aaron Jones real quick. If Brian had not picked Aaron Jones, ladies and gentlemen, the doc would have been... I'm sorry, Andrew. I think I might have been on top there. If I had Kamara and Aaron Jones... Yeah, quite possibly. That, that would have been a team to, 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 to real reckon with right there. But when you say that about draft, it's like, oh, if that person didn't pick that, was that, well, that was I know, yeah. I know, but I, I could see in his face. I was staring him down for that pick, and I was like, <laughs> for the first don't do it, that, you motherfucker. That's like if um, Ian hadn't picked Josh Allen, I would have had Josh Allen. Sure. Yeah. Or yeah. you got to think, like, yeah, you wouldn't have had any wide receivers for, like, a couple weeks. That's yeah. true. I so wouldn't like, have kind of You would have had to trade... Aaron Jones for and like who knows who your wide receivers would have been. Sure. Aaron yeah. Jones yeah. is is like he's had a forty point game. Yeah, a, a forty point week right. or two. Yeah. So he's mixing. I st- uh, he had a forty point week and then I still did beat Cool Guy Short. Yep. Josh Allen yeah. was very happy so, when he fell to me. By the way, that was. All like, right, let's get back to anyways, Let's draft. get yep. to uh, yeah. So what about your uh, five, six, seven, eight? All right. So Ridley had been targeting the entire time up in the draft, and I wanted him so badly, and I was so excited when he fell to me. And he has had a great start. Yep. Through three games. Yes, he didn't do anything last week. I think he's hurt. He, he didn't have hurt. a. He didn't have a catch, no. did he? No. He was targeted. Uh, he well. There were a couple of times where Matt Ryan was the problem and has been the problem this year for that Atlanta Falcons team. There was one occasion in particular where I had to put a note into the cacao chat group. Ridley was wide open, top left corner of the end zone. Matt Ryan just missed him. And also you have to understand with Julio kind of hurt, uh, Ridley's gotten a lot more of the defensive attention as of late too. I think that's the problem. If there's no Julio, like Ridley will suffer. Did he target him then, or he just didn't target him? He just didn't see it. Oh, okay. That happens so much. That happens so much. If it was like he targets him, but it was a bad throw, okay. Then it would be even worse. Yeah. But as a quarterback, as especially a borderline good quarterback. I remember this play. He was rolling to his right, and Ridley was in the the left back end zone. It's hard to, like, look back sure. and yeah. throw back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and I will say... Because the red zone is so, like, compacted yeah. that it is mm-hmm. difficult yeah, right. to do that. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And, and with Ridley, I'll tribute. Both my wins were due to Ridley, like, having a couple, like, 30-point performances. But so. he is he is banged up. Yeah, Like, he bit. is banged up. Like, so it, it could be that, too. And so many people in the league are a little banged up at this point. Uh, DJ Moore? I, I think you're right as well with that Julio observation. Yeah. He needs Julio. Without mm-hmm. Julio, like, that's why I think Russell Gage would be pretty good if it's Russell Gage and Ridley. 
because like Matt Ryan can support as many like Target, yeah. targets as you want, <laughs> but usually it's that number two guy because like there was Roddy White if if you remember a couple yep. years ago Roddy White was a really good wide receiver one. Yep. They drafted Julio. Julio became Julio. Mm-hmm. He was the but he started as the wide receiver too. So like it's sort of getting the player that's not getting the double team, but who, who is talented enough to be the one. But if you're number one, you're getting the double isn't team. that isn't playing that well, which Julio isn't at the moment. He looked, then he, it's yeah, not going to work either. Well, he's way. hurt. Yeah, he's, he's hurt. Yeah. He's hurt. Yeah, yeah, the team's just kind of a little banged up at the moment, and and yeah, yeah. Atlanta as a whole just looks yeah, they're they're just crumbling. like a mess. That yeah. coach should go, in my opinion. Oh yeah, I agree. I, I think the one thing that the teams don't want to do and fire people this year is like bringing new people into the building right in the mm. middle of Corona. Wasn't it Quinn? I mean, Quinn should have went yeah. this, at the end of last year. I'll, I'll, but apparently, he cries a lot in the locker room, and so that's why the players. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I will so go. Uh, yeah. I will go to bat for a uh, you know, Chiefs fan when my team's if Atlanta ends up. Relieving their coach, um, Eric Bieniemy should take that job. Yeah, I think so. that's a great spot for Bieniemy. Don't go to the Jets. There's too many bad things. If he wants to declare himself to be an Andy Reid offensive mastermind, he has the tools there to Every, immediately move uh, in and do any, it. Even like their third and fourth wide yeah. receivers are talented. It's, would, it's crazy. Yeah, I would love to see Atlanta imagine, actually be good. Imagine Atlanta continue to tank. Get Trevor Lawrence. Get Eric Bieniemy running the Andy Reid offense over there. That'd be mm. insane. No, they should hire Bill O'Brien. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus! <laughs> the troll from Andrew Shuttler. Not for the first time, ladies and gentlemen. Right, let's, let's keep this DJ going. DJ Moore and Michael Gallup have both not been as good. No, no, those are probably your two worst picks. At least Gallup is probably your worst pick so far. Yeah, he hasn't done much. And well, I, he, I, yeah, I mean, C.D. Lamb just took his spot, and yeah. that was a surprise to it be was. fair to Ian. Yeah. It's pretty amazing how good C.D. Lamb yeah, has been I, off, I did not off of that. And, and it was the same with D.J. Moore that Robbie Anderson has taken mm-hmm. over the number one D.J. Moore is more there. surprising than Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup, you could be like, okay, yeah, I can yeah. see him falling into the background. But right. D.J. Moore, yeah, yeah, I mean, he looks okay. Yeah. He's got, what, 10 points a game? Yeah, yeah he's fine. He's, he's, he's done fine. He's done, like, he's been, like, okay. Yeah, he's been okay. He's been solid. Yeah. Uh, he's he, had, fine. he had that. Yeah, he's been fine. I mean, the thing with Robbie Anderson is that people kind of assumed, oh, he's just that standard deep threat that he was for the Jets, but actually they've been using him a lot more creatively. 100%. I'm very happy that uh, in the first week of Fab, I went ahead and paid for Robbie Anderson. That was a very fortuitous oh, choice. Oh, so do you have Anderson? Yes. Uh, oh, well, I mean, that's difficult. Yeah. Anyway, uh, next play, next person up is Jared Goff. I think you're probably okay. Goff is him. totally fine as a QB, yeah, too. He's, he's doing fine. Okay, Latavius Murray is next. Uh, he's been, I mean, I was holding him as just a premier handcuff, but as the Saints have are going back to kind of the Saints of three or four years ago, his usage is going up more and more. Now, Kamara's still the guy, and I know the doc has Kamara, but Thunder and Lightning's worked before for them, and it looks like they might be going back to that again. Yeah, They're but- a well-coached team. Latavius had a monster game last week. Yeah. Uh, he had two touchdowns, and he had a good amount of carries. Probably more carries than Kamara, I think. Maybe, or I close. think it was like 17-19, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's pretty close, which is good for him. Uh, I think they obviously have to beware of Kamara's usage yeah. because, you know, he's a slightly smaller guy. Latavius, I'm fine. I'm fine with Latavius I mean, there. It's a solid pick. How, yeah, yeah, he's a flex player. You're not going to, like, use him as a starter. No, no, he's no, He's no. a flex on a bye week. Frankly, he's what I was expecting, you know, when I've been talking about Cream Hunt for a long time, what I kind of was thinking of Hunt 
would be kind of similar to Tavius Murray. Now, clearly, Hunt ended up being a lot better than Murray. Yeah, yeah. But Murray's kind of that kind of... And, and also, he's a good trade piece to have if you're in, like, a break-the-glass emergency yeah. situation where, you're like, I need something that can play. Somebody will grab Murray. And then next pick was Terry Bridgewater. Yep. Yeah. Who you traded for Kareem Hunt mm-hmm. uh, earlier in the season. For Hunt and uh, Chris Thompson, my Has now pick. worked out... Uh, Amazingly for you, sir. Much now better for you. Chubb has been injured. Than for That's the trade of the year right there. In well, terms of profit. In terms of profit. Pro- like, uh, Kareem Hunt for Terry Bridgewater? Come on. When but that trade has been pretty good, even five. But Kareem when, Hunt is a top five back now. And your next player uh, was Hayden Hurst, who you still have. Um, totally fine if you're getting a tight end, and you know, in the back into the draft, if you get one who you can start every week and not really worry about, you've you've done has fine. Has he been good or not? He's he's been, been fine. fine. For a tight end, he's been you know a solid seven point average maybe. Okay, so it's seven. Um, yeah, he's doing his I mean, thing. He, he isn't like Hooper was last year for this. No, I mean, I planted, you know, oh, okay. tight end. Yeah, yeah. I, I was hoping he had the Hooper upside, and uh, it was between him and, and you took Janu, who else I, I like. I took Janu way late. I know, I know. I thought he'd go earlier. I got but, him in, like, the last round. But I grabbed Hayden Hurst there because I actually thought somebody else would grab him in the next round, to be fair, and I, probably somebody would have. But you know what? He's been fine. He's getting some touchdowns, and... He's not somebody I'd drop or anything yet. I'm just going to ride with him. Yeah, tight you know? end is a hard position. Um, if you can find a floor, but you're you fine to, with yeah, that. You have to, I think tight end, I still stick to the, just draft a couple, one or two late, and then just like figure out some guy from the waiver wire. Well, that's like, what I did. If you look, if you go yeah. further down, I got, uh, unfortunately. I mean, um, Tanyan this week had about 30 points, so. Right. Which is insane. <laughs> You, got, uh, you also got Boston Scott, Chris Thompson. Those are pretty much nobodies. Are they yeah. on your roster still? They aren't. Boston Scott, I tried to flip after that week one. I, I, and even anybody who I was being offered in trades for him, I would have dropped later. So there's no point. Um, Chris Thompson was packaged as part of the trade of Bridgewater mm-hmm. for Hunt. And then Jarwin and down then for the year. Jarwin immediately got hurt. Um, the last thing we got to talk about. That's fair. Is the, uh, the Indianapolis Colts, which you drafted brilliantly. I know. In the last round. They look like they could be one of the best defenses in the league. Yep. And you dropped them. Yes. For they didn't have a uh, exceptional week one. I thought the Rams were a stronger play, and was looking at ahead and kind of lean that direction. Um, it was a misplay, and I'll go ahead and totally say that was an error on my part to drop them. So. But I will say the Colts have had a pretty easy. Yeah, I don't see them sticking there. Yeah, schedule for the first their four first weeks. week they weren't good, right? Yeah, right, and exactly. A, and they had a. Well, yeah, they, the, the, the Colts look bad, so I actually thought in general the Colts just might be bad. Who did they play week one? Uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the thing when they looked bad against Jacksonville, I was like, ooh. And then the other teams they've played have been the Vikings, um, the Jets, the Jets, mm-hmm. and who was the third team? Maybe the Chargers. Was. It might have been the Chargers. Could no. be the Chargers. Who got them? Martin got them recently, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, they had the, uh, the, the Chicago, Chicago Bears. Yeah, so I'm not really, I'm not sold on them yet. Got Cleveland, yeah, look got at Cincinnati. That's look, a nice I mean, those point totals were nice. Games, yeah. Going after their bye, going to be some trouble. Baltimore, <laughs> Green Bay, Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. Yeah. That was And that was Houston. another part of it, too, to be honest. Yeah, me dropping them uh, is that Pittsburgh. early bye, and I knew, and I was only going to be carrying one defense. So They're going to be dropped after that bye. I, I wanted to take one, one, one a team bye. with a little bit later bye than be able to flip kind of. Fair enough. It was a small mistake, but yeah. a mistake nonetheless. That's fair. No, no, no. I'll own up to that one. That was a, um, that was a mistake. Yeah, but your draft was pretty good, I thought, overall. Yeah, I, I know that on the, uh, the, what was it, the Fantasy Pros ranking, they had you up at the top, yeah. I believe. Yeah. 
Now, obviously, that's complete nonsense. But it just shows that, you know, you, you did a solid draft. I think, you, like you said, it was like a safe draft. It was. That was my goal was safe. And actually, that's come into play uh, a bit in the last week or two. Um, unfortunately, first I got uh, coroned with good old uh, Henry. So luckily, I have four capable starting running backs. So not a problem. I just slide one in. Lost Eckler, potentially, um, for however long. Four I think six. there's a chance he might be out um, we'll, we'll see if he's out and of there. And that's like, honestly. A bad hamstring injury. Like, is... if it's yeah, off no. his, like, off the bone, yeah, he's out for the year. Totally yeah. fair. And, and uh, but again, that's where me going, leaning heavy into that running back depth. Well, then, again, I still have Hunt and David Johnson along with Henry to go running through it. So, I'm not. Yeah. I think at running back, you're fine. Your and, team is, is set up and then And then that first. Too. The first um, fab period, uh, having DJ Moore and seeing what Robbie Anderson did on a new team, like, oh, no, I don't know who the number one receiver is in this team anymore. So I went ahead and bid a little bit, bid 16 on him early. Um, and at first it felt a little high because I think nobody else bid more than like four or five. But now I'm really happy having the choice of whoever, and it looks like Robbie Anderson might end up being the number one on that team. And I like having that. And in a week like this week when I believe they're playing Dallas? No, Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah, Atlanta. I might start them both. Fair Ooh. enough. Well, it was interesting that you mentioned the fab there because I think after the break, we can quickly review the fab mm-hmm. and then we can uh, look at the uh, the week four matchups as well. Mm-hmm. And now an ad from our sponsors. Patriots recruiting. Are you an ex-Patriots coach that went to another team and failed miserably? Have you traded away your best player? Have you bankrupt a whole city and team of talent and time? Join Patriots Recruiting, where our alumni will help you get another job at the middle school or Pop Warner level. My name's Matt Patricia, and I coached under... Bill Belichick, I am the best defensive coach in the whole of the NFL. And look how the Lions are doing now. And, and thanks to Patriots recruiting, we've gotten the, Matt Patricia's next job at Monroe Middle School. Hey, I'm a rocket scientist, didn't you know? At Patriots recruiting, it doesn't matter how bad you are at your new team, we'll always find you a job at the Pee-wee or Pop Warner level after you fuck up a whole franchise. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, that was an incredible advertisement here on Going Deep. The Patriots Recruiting Company. A bunch of shitty-ass coaches. And they have a bunch of amazing alumni there. They got uh, Patricia that we just had an interview with. And they got old uh, Clef Chin O'Brien. That's right, who just is is in need of a new job this week. Uh, I mean, to be fair, the... uh... The only place with probably worst worst expats is probably uh, in Korea. Maybe I'm not Whoa, really sure. Oh, that's, that's, a little deep there. that's a little too deep for this podcast. Um, let's move on, ladies and gentlemen, to the uh, the fab section. Okay, so last week, last week's fab. We, we have two weeks of fab to go through because we missed last week. But are we going to do both weeks, John? I think um, that's a little too rich for my blood. I think we can we can do them both quickly. Let's look at a few of the standout. I mean, a lot of them don't really need too much. Justin Jefferson was the big pickup last week. We kind of uh, a lot of almost uh, more than half the league bid on him. Went to Shibby, twenty two bucks, pretty good. 
Um, now we're gonna point out the ones more that were head scratchers or just what the fuck is going on. And two of them fall to the commissioner. And I, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, I think the commish, after his below average draft, has become the MVP of the fad market. Because commish, you, you just make me laugh, baby. You, you just really, I just love your fad bids. Last week we had Andy Isabella, the, uh, the renowned Arizona wide receiver five. $21. 21 bucks for it. No other bids. No other bids. Of course there's no other bids. Are you kidding me? I'm not sure the commission knows how the fab system works. Uh, is that a possibility? The, commi- is, is the commission is a rich man. The commission is a rich man, and uh, money is uh, just an object I, for him. Okay, I'm, I'm sort of agreeing with Ian on this one, that money to the commission means nothing. So this fab fake money means even less. It's okay. the same with Dale. Yeah. Dale's got too much money. He no. has no idea what value is. No okay. concept of money. I'm just going to say, the commissioner has spent 75%, or no, sorry, uh, yeah, 75% on of Rex his... Burkhead. Rex Burkhead, Andy Isabella, and the Washington. I think he has ten dollars left, right? No, no, you do. And no one else bid for okay. any of those. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so his next pickup was Rex Burkhead, and he dropped Tony Pollard for. I mean, it's okay to pick up Rex Burkhead for, for twenty-one bucks. Okay. No more bids. No again. more bids. No more bids. Nobody's bidding against the commission. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's got to realize yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and then there was a couple other small moves, but nothing nothing over 10 bucks. Yeah, nothing Brian Hill, Hunter Renfro. Is yeah, he still in your bit. roster, John? Yeah, he is. I like the way he looks. He runs. I like the change of pace he brings. And yeah, an injury comes to Gurley. Yeah, he's, in there with, he's, yeah. he's in there with a good 10 yeah. points a week, probably. We did see Edo Smith for the first time last week. But mm. he's not. He's not a thing. He's. I don't think he'll ever be. We should. We should. Uh, that level. Mention. Um. Sorry to throw a tiny bit of shade your way, but uh, Benny Smell, Snell got dropped. Yeah, twice, I yeah. dropped him up. That was a big mistake by me going like Steelers running backs. I don't really want to fuck with. I'll take a Patriots running back if it's for free. Yeah. As somebody who tried to play that game last year with Connor, then getting you know I believe Washington oh, yeah. as well, it just it just, you just stay away. No idea. Yeah, the Snell move that was that was a big twenty five. We hit. we can talk about this move. Yes. Okay, so we picking got... up Nick Mullins for six. I wonder why. Why would I pick up Nick Mullins well, you for needed, six? Number one, you needed a quarterback. Six bucks didn't break. The I feel bank. like it, it was a alcohol induced. Confusion. I might have told no. you to do it, but you were the only person that bit on. No. Yeah, you. <laughs> you were the other person. I, I, yeah, it no, was Niku. you. Niku. It was Niku. Oh, was it? me, yeah. I'm sure it was you. Was no. it you? Why yeah. would I bid on him? Niku, Niku, needs a, Niku does need a third QB yeah, because he lost. Two. He can out Mitch. So. All right, let's move on to the other fad uh, from this week. The most recent fad uh, contest. Justin Jackson was the top one. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what he does. Four bids, $32. I way down. overpaid. The next, the second bid was $8. Yeah, I, I didn't rate him as yeah. high as you. I yeah. didn't rate him. I mean, I rated him at about 11 bucks, maybe. Fair enough. But obviously the attraction but is Eckler is now out. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, Chubb's out. So I, I had to you have need, someone. You need him. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. got to spend... Now is the time where like... Yeah. Okay. As long as other people are bidding on the person... Even if you, you know, overspend, kind of okay. even if you overspend by twenty bucks, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But if you, if nobody bids and you're bidding thirty bucks, you gotta check your process. <laughs> like, wh- who are you? How are you evaluating players? Well, you might have just panicked because of what the situation was yeah. that you found right. yourself in. Well, and to be fair, like I kind of did the same thing when I got Herbert last time for forty, and I think the next bid was like like fifteen or twenty. Sometimes it works out. But for he you. was worth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Worth so 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 bucks, like. 
Like, I mean, let's let's give um, Andrew some credit. No, I, I think... On. Yeah, no, no, what yeah, give it time. And to... I, did, I did bid for Johnson as well as a backup, yeah. but less. And I wanted Jackson more because Johnson has the same buy as Chubb. So. Right, Just enough. to counter your point, Ian, let's not give Andrew some credit because the motherfucker's 4-0. Fuck that guy. I'm a friendly guy. I like to give everybody a shot. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Let's the move Ernest on. was seven bids. They were all pretty varying. Uh, for to Dur- What's his name? Ernest Ernest Johnson. Johnson. Ernest. I am actually genuinely surprised there are more bids for Johnson when I do think Jackson is more likely to play the rest of the season. I'm not. But... Really, yeah, I'm not. Ernest Johnson was playing in the Canadian Football League or the AFL. AFL. I thought it was XFL, wasn't it? No, it's the American Football League. AFL. I don't know which one he was in. Um. They're all trying things. Who knows what how they're going to use him, but he did look pretty good. He had a couple of it's decent fine. runs. Um, I mean, that's that's their offense, you know. I mean, like, let's not talk about Cleveland's backfield too much. Again, yeah, he no, went, no, no, yeah, no, no, he, uh, he went to Dale's team for thirty-one bucks. That's a minefield right there, ladies uh, and gentlemen, it, on yeah, this show. A mess. All right, um, what else we got here? Oh, I picked up someone this week for like the first time in my entire career. Yeah, I think you put a. I mean, I, but this is before his his blow up game or after? This is after. after. I paid big money for this. To Fourteen pay for, bucks. To pay for a man who's going to sit on the buy. Since you didn't want to, yeah. So, yeah. Since you didn't, I mean, so you I haven't spent anything yet, anyway. Exactly. So I've got the money. Gasicki was good for maybe one or two weeks, but since then Fitzpatrick yeah, yeah. and Gasicki haven't been uh, on the same page. They right? haven't been connecting that well. So I thought, why not take a chance on what looks like to be the, the league's best offense? Like I like I said before with Andrew's bid. If more than one person bids on the player, it doesn't matter really how much you get if you want him. You right. know what I mean? Because it means more than one person wanted him. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, Anything else? Well, the other big player was actually Scotty Miller. Yeah, but he's back on the waivers now. He's dropped already? He got dropped already. Oh, mm-hmm. give me one second. I got some important business to take care of. Yeah. He's, uh, I mean, he could have a big blow up week. Uh, game tomorrow morning. And he's played well. He's played yeah. very well. Downfield yeah. threat. He's a very Brady player. Edelman plus. I he's say. an Edelman. He's a young Edelman or a young Welker, whoever you want to compare him to. But uh, he's out there again in our league. And yeah. honestly, Nico got a steal there for $2, yeah. considering what else was bid there. Nine and seven, but you guys couldn't pick him up. Um, yeah, this for me, this week in waivers was a week to sit back. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. This yeah. was not the week where you were. You, there was nothing very clear coming out. Hundred percent agree. Um, all right. Well, then the last section for our episode today has got to be the uh, the week four review. Week four review of what happened. Yeah. Um, now let's not do myself and Andrew right now because he is otherwise disposed of. What's that can, word? Otherwise, in, occupied. Okay, so we'll start with uh, our guest Ian here, who got. Oh, I you got mean, pasted. You got yep, yep, yep. Yeah. My my first real bad, real bad loss. Shimmy with a good game, hundred forty is quite good. Um, to a one hundred one. Yep. Yeah, it just was not really close. You had the bad injury to Eckler. You had a zero game from Ridley. Yep, and and, and and Derrick Henry was coveted. Yep, you can't and, win uh, if your three best players are out. Right, win. exactly, and um, I mean, like I say. Honest, honest loss for sure. And also, Shibby had a pretty good game. This is probably his best game of the year. I think uh, it was. Yeah. I don't know about that, but this is a good amount of points he put up. 140 but points. It's a totally fair loss. I mean, yep. It's not. It's not anything really that could have been done. Yeah, I think there was nothing in your power to do in this game. 
Big performers for Shimmy was obviously DJ Shark. I mean, he no, it was uh, Dak Prescott at 40 points. No, oh, oh, that's yeah. insane. I yeah, hate yeah, the yeah, way yeah. that he puts his players. Yeah, oh, my God, Shimmy, I hate you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if your quarterback scores 40 points, you're, you that's two quarterbacks. If any position <laughs> plays right, 40 right, points, right. two positions. And that's fair. No, 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 um, I, I, I totally. This is a fair loss. Let's look at the next one. Cool guy shorts versus rut row. Yeah, this was also um, not this exactly is also a close a, contest, A beatdown... Cool guy shorts just waxed them. Yeah, this is probably cool guy shorts best game of the year. That's I think it is too. Here it is. Brian's yeah. best game. He's had a rough start to the year. This is probably his best performance so far. Again, Philip Rivers is really pretty average, if that. I will say that Rutro's team each week has been scoring more points than the, the week before. Well, I and, think he, and he slowly his team is getting a little better. Right, right? Michael Thomas is going to be coming back, and uh, they, you know, I think this league is so close that. There's something to be said for the people at the bottom who just keep... Kitzel had a huge week. Yeah, yeah so, the people at the bottom yeah. who keep, keep, from yeah. keep playing, keep, keep going in. Like, oh, you, you may or may not sneak up in the top six, but you have a... People like Rutrow are actually going to decide this league. Yeah. I, I, I do think... Yeah, Rutrow... I don't think he's going to be in the playoffs. I think that no. time has passed. Totally. I, I mean, I agree with that, but uh, I will say this. Uh, Mike has pride. And I believe he will play all the way right to the final game. And he'll have a big week against a playoff contender. That he might will. Knock that will. And exactly. Right. And that's yeah. what I love about our league is that everybody yeah. plays all the way through and that every game matters. Mike's gone a bit zero dark 30 as well and has like almost, he's stopped communication. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he doesn't trade. He's like, yeah. this is it. He's riding. Maybe he was on the season. Patriots plane. But Mike, I love that move. You know yeah, uh, right. you know what your, your buddy Doc thinks about trading. It's a fool's game, sir. And so I, I think that the fact that you're sticking to your guns, you got you, you're onto something there, sir. I mean, he did trade me Fitzpatrick for Boston Scott. Well, and then Miles My, Sanders came back the next week. <laughs> uh-huh. And then I flip, and then and then I ended up flipping so Fitzpatrick next... to just nail down whoever the Chargers QB actually is. Uh, the next game uh, so is you got... maybe in the line down. of uh, three and clunkers. Yeah. I just want to guarantee it. All right, let, let, let's move on to the next game. This was really the toilet bowl of the week. Uh, mine might be as well in there as well. Uh, but yeah, this is another clunker of a 103-119 Dale Manning victory over. Uh, the commissioner. Yeah, I mean, when you win with 119 points, you just got to thank your lucky that's, stars. That's a lucky win. Ladies and gentlemen. If you win under 100, like 20, 20 points, it's, it's luck. Especially look at uh, Drake got him three and a half points, and what did Clyde Edwards Lair, if he even started him, get him? Yeah. Time, which so, he so gets every week, pretty Yeah, much. so you're getting 13 points of your top two picks. If, so, I mean, if you win with that, you're happy. I know we shouldn't put much um, into the projected points. But if you look at the projected points, if you scroll up, they're exactly the same. 130 in right. this matchup between Doxa. And that's why I think Kamish has been very unlucky this year. Because his his players have been predicted to have like good points totals. Okay, they, they, I, I they... think that's a... Sorry to interrupt, but I think that's... Uh, when you go the 0RB strategy, that's what happens. Because you know running backs tend to have big floors... Like, they're going to do okay. But when you go more of a wide receiver, quarterback heavy, there's much more variance. Right. So, like, if all of your thing hits, you can score 180 points if you're running a zero RB yeah. strategy. But then you can also score 90. And so that's, like, high risk, high reward. Totally agree. And yeah. let's, let's look at why he didn't make his predicted total. 
Rex Burkhead, his hero of the fab uh, session last week, five points. No, no, but that was three that's, points below yeah, his predicted. Fine. So that's sure, but it's yeah. still not great as you as you as you as yeah. you running back to. Like, where has he really dropped down from the predicted amount? Kelsey didn't have a great game. Yeah. T.Y. Hilton's just had a terrible year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hilton's done. He, he should not be a starter in, in your fantasy. Hilton's team. actually quite close to a droppable. Like, again, yeah. like people like Sammy Watkins, who he's I a, dropped, are Brandon on. Cooks. I would drop Hilton. T.Y. Hilton's a Brandon yeah. Cooks level player now. Actually, so, I heard something interesting about Hilton. Has not had over 87 yards receiving since Andrew Luck retired. Wow. Interesting. That's yeah. a good point. Uh, and one last thing Deshaun Watson. Still getting uh, predicted at 23 points. I understand the matchup here against the Vikings, right? But mm-hmm. even against that defense, he, he wasn't able to perform. I don't see Deshaun Watson as a top five quarterback this year. No. Uh, Outscored I mean, by Terry Bridgewater. What, what's the name of the guy that's taken over from Bill, Belich- uh, Bill O'Brien? He's the offensive coordinator. No, he's I think Romeo over. Cornell is the yeah, defensive the, coordinator. Oh, he's taken over. So, yeah, we don't know what the team's going to be like. I don't uh, think that's enough to change that team's fortunes this year. You don't know, though, because Bill O'Brien was the GM and the head coach. He could have, like, run the rooster and not let anyone else do what they right. wanted. Uh, this it, defensive coach could come in and If you'd like me to everything. say a small piece about, like, if you listen to some interviews with some people on the team who've actually worked with the Texans, what was happening was Bill O'Brien from about Monday to Thursday was watching, you know, waiver wires and things of playing GM. So he'd come in on Friday of the practice when the coordinators had already started to install a game plan and would look at it and change it. And that's what was happening every week. And that's why the offense was always starting so slow for the Texans. And by having somebody who's a dedicated coach who's not the GM will do a lot to really fix everything. Like yeah. very few coaches can pull off the coach GM thing. I agree. You know, it's just, it's just hard to watch what's going on on one side and the other side coaching your players. Yeah. I honestly hope that Deshaun starts to play better because he is a, a, an amazing talent. It's just kind of sad to see that team uh, in the position that it's in. John, I hate to do this to you, sir. It's a clunker. But we got to yeah. bring up, I hope, your worst game of the year, sir. You too. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I'm not sure. Just The thing is, Jacobs and Sanders are, are solid. If you look at their yardage mm-hmm. and plus a touchdown on top of that, that's two great games. So they need to start getting touchdowns. If they, get, they need to start getting touchdowns, and I'm back in the game. I'm not worried about your running backs, sir. I think you know what the what, quarterbacks. What I'm, I'm not super worried. I'm less worried no, actually I'm not about, worried about Wentz it. after this week. I think Wentz didn't look that bad um, against the decent 49ers defense. Um, yeah, I think Wentz looks okay. Ryan, even if you look at Ryan's stats, he didn't turn the ball over. He just he was two, just Matt Ryan. Two girly touchdowns at the goal line instead of two throwing touchdowns. That's true. That's, that's fair. And I think that was a little bit matchup dependent there. If, yeah, if you give Matt Ryan two throwing touchdowns, his numbers look incredible. Fair enough. Um, obviously, Mike Evans has been an amazing player yeah, for you this great. year. Yeah, I think you got him in like the third round. Third right? round, which, I mean... That's about right. I, I don't know if he would have fallen to the fourth, but he's been very... Economical mm-hmm. with his receptions, <laughs> to say that in a nice way. He, he's been um, touchdown lucky. Let's put it. He that has way. five touchdowns, but he also has two hundred yard games and two two yard games. Oh yeah, he's fine. Which is, Which insane. is no problem. It's nuts. It's awesome. It's insane. But he scored a touchdown every week at least. When and, you start, uh, when you yeah. start double RB in a draft, that's fine. And again, a quiet receiver. week from Lockett. Um, 
Hawkinson still uh, he's tight, and that's pretty good. He got he's touchdown and two point you, you like you like you like Hawkinson there. What about um, MVS there? Is flex? I didn't really have any choices this week at flex. If you look at my bench, I didn't really have anybody else to be honest. Are you uh, worried about your bench at all? No, not anymore. Not now that Debo's back. Yeah, you I, dumped you, a I, lot you can, of players. I, most of these players are not no longer on my team that are on my yeah. bench. Boston Scott, Jeff Wilson, Brett Rippin. Is that his name? Brent Rippin? Rippian. Rippian. Uh, they're not on my team. But I have Ayuk, Debo Samuel. I got a much stronger I like bench Brian team. Hill, by the way. Brian Hill. Yeah, but having two... San Francisco wide receivers doesn't bother me that much. We'll see which one emerges. Yeah, see, see, that, like, I, I'm I'm a fan of that that play too. I mean, a, I did that with the Carolina receivers. One of them's gonna emerge, and we'll see who it is. Can I ask on the air who was the guy on IR that you wanted yesterday? Um, I'll tell you right now. I mean, somebody's gonna go get him right now. It was Jalen Rager. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I was gonna take him, put him on my IR, which I would have given a fantasy buck for if somebody wants to trade him to me. <laughs> Uh, which I'm not really sure how that... That's a little bit of a loophole, actually. Yeah, commission. Which I don't know if that trade should have actually went through. I think Dale should have been forced to drop a player. Because now I can say, give me, I'll give you five bucks if you pick up this. Oh, no, they player. traded an IR for an IR. AJ Brown for Raheem Mostert? Yeah, IR, and they were IR. both on IR. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah. makes a bit yeah. more sense. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. All right, let, 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 let's uh, finish off here. Bagal with his first win, though, so congrats, Bagal. Yeah, and, sure. and he deserves the win. Yeah, and he, he had a couple big games. He he, he was unlucky, yeah, honestly, yeah. In, in the first couple few games. Times. Yeah. He's got Kyler Murray. What do you guys think about Carolina? Carolina? Arizona. 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 Honestly, uh, it's a college coach playing. I think he's a bit over his head. I, I just think he's, I think that's exactly what has happened. That like not it. I mean, if you look at Kling's very before he was was um, even brought in, he it hadn't even really coached at many elite programs in the college level, like Washington, was he Texas, Texas Tech, Tech, Texas Tech, yeah. and Washington. Like yeah. he hadn't even done the big game in the SEC, which is like the man's game basically mm-hmm. of the college level, and uh, basically because Patrick Mahomes existed. That and he was his coach at Texas Tech. That's literally how he got the job. But wasn't it? But was he not also connected to either McVeigh or Shanahan? He was in one of their coaching trees before that. No, I think he came straight from college. Right? That's no, great. No, no, he, he, he never. He never worked in, no. in the pros. No, never at all. College that's only. The, that's one of the complaints people have been happy having about these new coaches like him, like like Kingsbury, Zach Taylor. What about Matt Lafleur? At the, at yeah, him as well. They, they, that seems to be working well, out. Well, but they're saying that people like the enemy, who's on the Chiefs, <laughs> or the San Francisco 49ers D coordinator, are not getting the same opportunities, and they're being afforded to players, uh, to coaches who maybe haven't have these put random in, kind of, yeah, like, yeah. the right... Lest, that rule as well. Not lest right. we all forget, um, speaking of college coaches going to the NFL... Who was probably the best college coach potentially of all time? Nick Saban. How did he do in the NFL? He did. He never made a playoff game. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like. I mean, there's Pete Carroll who made a fantastic transition. But yeah. he had to because he realized that his university was going what? to be <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the sand because he was doing illegal things. Absolutely he fair. He cheated. Absolutely fair. Yeah. He uh, and he was a defensive coach. Yeah. All of these new ones coming in are offensive coaches. That's true. Yeah. Who would have thought that a cheater would excel in the NFL. I'm completely surprised. I know, all right? All right, let's move on. Uh, well, 
one more thing I gotta say, Dalvin Cook, ladies and gentlemen. Big week, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stein's cook. That was his big that was his biggest week, I yeah, think. For sure. Right? But he still had decent performances throughout oh. the week yep. uh, throughout the year. I mean like, he's performed like a first round pick. Maybe Why wouldn't Tennessee he? that one hundred and eighty yards against Tennessee is an yeah. awful lot. Yeah. He's the RB three, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. So a great pick there. Um yeah. I, but he went exactly where you thought he'd go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. But um, it's just nice to see a good pick come through. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen all that all that often this year so far. Yeah, a lot of injuries. And then we'll look at two more games. Yeah, we got two more. We I... have Red Rum, which is Niku. Yeah. Versus Gimhei for life. That's now, rough. I don't know. Do you want, Martin, do you really want to live in Gimhei for the rest of your life? Martin is a man who loves Gimhei. He loves Gimhei, but it's an airport. I assumed it was <laughs> ironic. Yeah, me too. I thought it was ironic. Was it not ironic? Hey, the ability to go to the airport and go to any country you want, uh, pre-COVID, is pretty great. It's that airport. is pretty convenient. Yeah, but it is an airport. It's also 45 minutes from here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so Martin getting his first win of the season at Niku's expense. Mm-hmm. Niku had a pretty down week as well. Yeah. A lot of people, there's a lot of down weeks this week. Um, and it was. This could be, honestly be Niku's worst game of the year. 115. Oh, 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 one yeah. of them, at least. Oh, yeah. I don't see him going less than 110 that often. And, I mean, he's... Why? His team's great. I think Nico's team's great. But if he's done it once, he can do it again. It's true. It's possible. Yeah. But I just it's think true. with that roster, it's unlikely. Well, it could happen again this week without CMC and, yeah. and Adams. That's true. Right. That's true. Um, but, yeah, Martin, good to see him getting his first win. He's just been unlucky. unlucky he has. Absolutely. Un- he's Him and Mike have been the two most unlucky, I'd say. Yeah, because, I mean... Nobody really drafted poorly in our league at all, so just one or two injuries can absolutely destroy your season, and like, that's lo- just losing Godwin is like for and all Bar- these weeks. And Barkley. and Barkley is nuts, and yeah. Godwin is. But the thing about like Barkley, okay, he's done. Godwin's like in, he's in, out, in he's out, in, yeah. and he's out. That's like that can take a toll. And on then him. Breeze definitely is not performing the level that like he used to, and that's that's yeah. an aging man. I mean, that's going to happen. I think that's true. Yeah. But he's got Chris Carson there. He, he Chris Carson's doing well. If he can stay healthy, I think mm-hmm. he could yeah. be a great pick. Sure. Um, and then dude. Clam Crowder, bro. Clam Crowder. Lynn Crowder. I, I told Martin to put Clam Crowder in. He did it right before the game started. And, and Clam Cooper. Crowder came through. And then obviously the big game from the Cowboys where they lost. Now, now. <laughs> what's new? Of course they what's lost. New? Yeah. Are they one and three? Yeah. yeah. They're hard. Oh, they should be, be zero and four. Yeah, they're they in the NFC be, yeah. East, the uh, the joke of the league. But they should uh, be the tightest division in the league. Some would say, yeah. Yeah. It, but the most should, competitive. The Cowboys I, I, should be on four. I'm a, I'm a fan of this. Just take the NFC East, take away the playoff spot, give it to the West and the NFC instead. Nah, Go you on. need a team like a little, like a rough little team like that, like the Eagles or the Giants. You know, speaking of the Eagles, uh, when was the last time Carson Wentz even had a full, healthy... uh, Never. People to throw to the ball to? He's never... That's why I think a lot of people shit on Carson Wentz, but, like, when has he ever had a stud wide receiver? That's true. When has he ever had, like, a a healthy team? That's true. But he has not played well this year. He makes bad decisions for sure. Or before Sanders, when has he had a good running back? Never. Yeah. Yeah, never. All right, and then obviously Nico just had a bad, a bad week. Just a bad week. <laughs> Hopkins didn't play well. Daryl Henderson didn't well, play but well. Maybe the top game of the week will okay. be with our two two co-hosts here. Oh, we're, yeah, we're saving the best for last week. I do just want to mention, um, so after week one, uh, Nuke Hopkins, he got 14 targets and 
12 receptions or something like that. And everyone was like, oh my God. Even 16 more. targets, sorry. I mean, everyone was like, oh my God, he's going to be the best. He's still on a good pace. He's on a good pace. But the Arizona Cardinals offense is not looking anywhere near as good as everyone was hyping out to be. Agreed. But yeah. he's averaging, what, uh, 12, res- t- yeah, 12, 12 targets, targets a, game? a game? And he's catching he 85% catches of them? Yeah. Yeah. So like, no, no, no. Hmm. yeah. I'll take that. In PPR, but, but, he's a monster. But if yeah, he's not that. getting touchdowns, that doesn't matter. And it also, we'll point out, Carolina... And he's, and he's not the deep threat on that team. Yeah. And he's not a red zone threat. I Carolina's think, also sneaky good at pass defense, so... I take that, um, I take that those stats... At week in, week out. He's a really solid player to have in your team. Yes. Of course. He's, he's never going to disappoint you. And again, they have two, three. The next three weeks for the Cardinals are get-right weeks. you got the Jets, the Cowboys, and the Seahawks. 100%. Yeah. Those are like just get-right weeks. He'll be underhanding the ball they to could the be. They could be better. They <laughs> yeah. could get better. Yeah. All right, let's do the blockbuster game. This was, pro- this was the closest game. Mm-hmm. and it, it was the closest game. It could have been even closer if I hadn't made a blunder. But let's not bring that up. Because so, Andrew hates it. Andrew defeated the Doc 141 to 131. It was the big shootout of the week, the big game of the week, I'd say. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty much tit for tat. Even Andrew, even though Andrew lost Nick Chubb, Mixon came up big. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you have 40 points from any player, it's hard to beat. I I would like to say the first game of the week um, because. I wanted to watch it live was the Jets Broncos game. Yes. And so I right at the last moment added Chris Herndon and the Jets defense and that was a mistake. I mean I mean let, let me let me go even further back. The first mistake you made was the choice to watch the Jets Broncos game. That's um, true. That's <laughs> that's that I was agree, a real error. I agree, I agree, I'd also I agree. say this. The Jets did better for you. Yeah. Than they should have. They should have because they scored a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. So it was that fourth quarter meltdown from that poor kid. Yeah. Literally, nine points from a defense is survivable. After that's good, but it was gonna be about negative nine points after conceding thirty-seven. So it was gonna be negative three or something. Also, the Broncos. I'm still gonna say this. Look, twenty-two points allowed, but they conceded twenty-eight. It should be eleven points. But is it not because the defensive touchdown doesn't count against the defense? Like the Jets' defensive touchdown doesn't count against the Broncos. Oh really? It just counts. They weren't on the field. Yeah, it counts against the quarterback. But the extra I point, never knew that. the extra point does, oh, which is wow. weird. Which is yeah, weird. yeah. I never knew that. Whatever. Uh, and yeah, Chris Herndon. I used to be a Chris Herndon believer. Yeah, I like remember last, last year, year. I was like, yeah, he might come good. He stashed him. I stashed him yeah. for half the season. Mm. He sucks. Yes, he but does. maybe he doesn't. It's just Adam Gay sucks. Well, no, he dropped a few passes. Yeah, he, he, okay. he didn't look good. I didn't watch the game. You I, don't watch the game. I turned the, yeah, no, I, no, I no, turned the, the right game call. on. I was watching it live, and five minutes before kickoff, I think it was like, Deion Sanders was like, this guy's a stud. And I was like, right, I'm putting him in. <laughs> don't listen to Deion Sanders. He's still trying to find uh, Antonio Brown a job. Yeah. Um, one, one thing I want to bring up with this game. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Tom Brady. Yep. Five touchdowns mm-hmm. to five different receivers. I believe, Ian, two weeks ago you said, is that your worst pick of the draft? Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Brady is a top 10 quarterback this year. Um, I think top 10 might be... I think that's probably going to be his best of the year. This yeah. will be one Could of be. his best yeah. games. Yeah. But that team's going to get better, I think. Once Godwin comes back, once they get I that kind of... I think they are getting better. 
Um, for sure. And I was a Brady believer before the season as well. well. Yeah, what his... Um, he, he, he's a QB 7 this year, so far. But what what is the one thing that uh, old guys lack? Uh, erectile abilities. Well, R- that and uh, stamina is what I'm going to say. Stamina. And last year, starting about week 10 is when he really fell off. And the year before, about week 10, he started falling off. Just wait until the end of the season. Like He's somebody that I would be afraid to be starting for the fantasy playoffs. Do you think so? Yeah. Do you think that's a physical thing, or do you think that's more to do with the team around him? I think it's a physical thing. It's just age. Like, I like, think they're like getting better the grind, right now. Getting hit, like, over time. Like, Does Tom Brady get hit? When was the last time Tom Brady took a big he's, hit? He's been getting yeah, hit this, this year. Yeah, he's he got, got hit a lot. He got a couple big hits? He's yeah. been getting hit more this year. Yeah. But I'd say this. He lost O.J. Howard. They lost mm-hmm. O.J. Howard this week for the yeah. season. Gronk is not. Like, they don't have a Howard tight end, really. was looking good. That's yeah. true. Um... They got Cameron Bray. They are, like, he is finding a connect, connection look, with look, look at his, but dude, look at his starting schedule. And, and his schedule overall is quite easy, for the most part, I would say. Yeah, it's not, a, oh, I'm sorry. He's not, it's not the hardest schedule at all. And no. that defense really makes it easier. Their right. defense is good. Oh, he's got the Giants coming up. Watch out. Yeah. yeah like, so, not, like, like, <laughs> like, like, let's look at the teams that, like, like, Week eleven and twelve, Rams in Kansas City is like the first time like New Orleans maybe, but other than that, like his schedule is okay. his schedule's shockingly yeah. easy. Yeah. Well, I think is I think is I was on his. I thought he could throw for 35-40 before the season starts. I'll say that's the highest score he'll fantasy score he'll have this yeah. year. Want to do a little uh, a wager, sir? Yeah. Should we do uh, twenty bucks? Yep. Tom I, Brady scores more than twenty nine something. So let's put it at 30. He won't score above 30 for the rest of the season. Put it here, sir. Oh, can I get another bet? Uh, I have to be on Andrew's side. Yeah. But wait, so then I have to pay more people? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm but you could you could get 40 bucks. Yeah. No, I don't believe in it that much. Me too. You get in 60. I'm pretty much doing this for charity, but I, for the entertainment of our listeners. Okay. The one thing I'd say is, yeah, he threw five touchdowns and it took him five touchdowns to get to 29. The reason yeah. was that he, he has a rush. No, he had to pick six. They pick six. That's okay. why he had that. It would have been way over thirty. All I can right. see Tom Brady throwing out five times again. Okay, I can yeah. see it. I mean, I hope he does, and I hope he I can't happens. see Brady do it, but I can see my guy doing it. Yeah, but your guy does it. Every Aaron Rodgers. He's, the man. he's yeah. the man. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's the best quarterback this podcast, in the league. By the way, this I've got uh, Russell Wilson, but continue. This podcast has always been on Aaron Rodgers' side this year. Yeah, I love. I love Russell Wilson. I have his jersey next to it. But if you compare the the weapons that he has to to, to the Packers, mm-hmm. I think Aaron's doing more with less for the Green Bay Packers. You give Rodgers, Metcalf, and Lockett. It would be. Are you are you kidding me? Record breaking. Yeah. yeah, are you kidding me? And let him keep the Devontae Adams. Yeah, it's over. Oh. And Rodgers is one of the smartest or sneakiest quarterbacks mm-hmm. with his hard counts. Yeah. He even in the last game, he said. On the last beat of the hard count, he said hard count. No, he as apparently that count. wasn't true though. He oh did, really? He 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 went on McAfee show. And oh said, really? No, oh damn it! That would have been so impressive. But it's good that you brought out the hard count because that's obviously way more effective this year without the crowds. It is. Yeah. yeah. The hard count's been playing a big match. I've watched. Role. I've watched a few Chiefs games. Mahomes are getting people at that too. A lot. Yeah, you guys. A lot of your players scored really well. Yeah. Uh, tight ends were. A, 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 no factor. Literally um, counting each other out. Yeah. I Might think, as well not have started. Yeah. Andrew pretty much won it in the flex. No, I mean, yeah, we could throw all the well, shade. Well, and Mixon. No, but, I mean, your running yeah. backs got yeah. pretty equal like, to his. Me, Mixon, like, took over for Chubb. Yeah. 
It was 39 to 43. So that's not a big difference. Yeah. On the spot, I'm curious. If in it, it's not me, but you know, that's a lot of people difference. are coming around yeah. talking that Mixon's at a so sell high period. Yeah. Would you move him for somebody and just potentially anybody? I'm not offering a trade that's not me, but like, what kind of value would you expect from Mixon? Well, I offered Steve, um, who probably doesn't listen to this, uh, I offered Mixon for uh, Jonathan Taylor and Antonio Gibson. Okay. I think that was that is a good trade. Yeah, that's um, pretty fair trade. Yeah, that, that's I wouldn't have done that if Chubb didn't get injured. Obviously. Right, right, right. I, I needed more cover at running back. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, I uh, totally agree with you. That's been my philosophy the whole I year. I am surprised Steve said no at that trade. Yeah, I even threw in the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm I might have said yes yeah. to that yeah. for sure if I yeah. can. Um, but nobody wants to trade this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a good game. Um, best game of the week, and then uh, yeah, I'm moving excited. on to week five, we got. A lot of good showdowns, but uh, we'll be going over those next week. For sure. Uh, this is obviously the first week of bye weeks, so I think the average predicted scores are going down a little bit. I know that I have Galladay out. Um, yeah, Andrew, you got any big players out this week? Uh, Rogers, Chubb, and Cam Newton. Pretty average. Ian, how about yourself, sir? Any big players out? Eckler hurt, and I don't know what's happening with the Titans with Henry. So Of course. And so John? with the Titans and the other team, I believe, is the Vikings that are going to be out. Um, well, on the Bills, I, I, if they aren't the playing. Bills, um, the Bills will be out this week. It, I, don't, I have no big players besides Hawkinson. I mean, who knows if they're even going to play football this week. With what's happening right now with Gilmore I'm pretty sure the, the Chiefs. I'm pretty sure the Titans have fucked it up for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, it seems that the Titans might have to start forfeiting games. I hope so. Because, like, they are practicing without... Who's in that division? That's the AFC South. South. That's the Jags, the Colts, and the uh, Texans. Ooh. So I think they are holding, and and the Titans are undefeated. The yeah, they are, but they they are holding practices when they're not supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, yep. Get them out of there. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That Get them out of there. Well, we're gonna wrap this podcast up now. Um, we're good. Feels good to be back. Feel hopefully we can keep it rolling next week. Yeah, I apologize. I just had some really important business to take care of last week for the the national interest of the United States of America. Well, we can't blame you. Um, and next week, I think we're going to have Niku on the show. I think Niku is coming on next week. Um, so, all I want to say is, keep on going deep. Hoody-hoo! Hoody-hoo!